Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm Jay, and this is the Rewatch Podcast. I watch movies all the time. Then I like to rewatch them, and sometimes I'll even watch them again. It doesn't matter if they're good or bad or just downright terrible. I'm going to watch them and then tell you all about them. And sometimes I'll have special guests join me. This is the Rewatch Podcast. Welcome back to the Rewatch Podcast. I am Jay Thomas, and it is time for a brand new deep dive. And when I do these, I, I grab franchises that I love that I've seen a lot, that are absolutely ridiculous, hence why we did Child's Play first. But now we're going to move on to a franchise that started 20 years ago this June. And I can't even believe, based on this first movie, that it became a series that's lasted 20 years. And it's ridiculous, and it's fun, and I need help. And to get help... I did what this movie told me to do. Stop. I went to my family, and that would be. Sorry, my watch just started talking. That would be my wife, Shauna. <laughs> oh my god, you would start it like this, wouldn't you? Well, I just—I didn't do it. It just started telling me things it could do. My son. I'm glad. Well, uh, I brought you along for this epic journey, which is not the first time that we've done this. I mean, we've, we've never no. recorded it, but in one full day, we've watched all the movies before. What movie were we at, though? I don't think it was all of them as of now. No, it was all of them up until seven, though. Like, I think we saw seven and then we watched the rest of them like the next day. Well, we watched the first one that night. And we started the second one the next day, but then Snark Squad was live tweeting about watching the first one, so we rewatched that one. Oh, so and much! And then stuff. watched the rest. <laughs> You've really brought me down in life. I agree, <laughs> and I am sorry for that. Um, but we're gonna do Fast and Furious uh, one through eight. I mean, who knows? By the time we're done, maybe the ninth one will be out. Um, or we could do Hobbs and Shaw if you'd like. I'm um, not gonna... I have some thoughts about that. Okay, so we are going to do Hobbs and Shaw. So let's get into the first one from 2001, directed by Rob Cohen. It is The Fast and the Furious. One race, 2G buy it, winner takes all. I don't have any cash, but I do have the pink slip to my car. You brave, you brave. You're in. Do it fast, do it fast. On the street, where reputations are made. It don't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. Winning's winning. In a world beyond the law. We drive like we've done this before. No, never. If you have what it takes. You want a beer? Yo, Dom, why'd you bring that fool here? Because he came out of handcuffs. You can have it all. My brother likes you. Usually he doesn't like anybody. But when rivalries are a way of life... I thought we had an agreement. You stay away, I stay away. When loyalty is all that matters... You don't know this punk, Dom. Watch your back. You break your heart, I'll break your neck. Would you be willing... Yeah, stick by me? Maybe. ...to risk everything? Welcome. You never know, no, you never know. Ah, 
Alexa, turn the heat down three degrees. Real hot in my room. We're podcasting, all right? <laughs> set to 66. Thank you, Alexa. Um, so you said there was something about this director. Yeah, so news just came out it. today, the day that we're recording this, that uh, he has sexual assault allegations against him. Asia Argento. Oh. Yeah, so not cool. Well, that doesn't surprise me. Does he just direct this one or he also directed triple x starring vin diesel mm-hmm. which one does ja rule come into it ja rules in the first one dear we well, just know he's it. in it but like doesn't he have a bigger part later no he never comes back oh he's supposed to but he never comes back started taking notes on this you did yeah but i got bored real quick with it <laughs> i don't even think i got past the first like two scenes this movie I've seen so many times. When did you first see The Fast and the Furious? I don't know. Probably when it first came out. But I don't know. I didn't really pay attention. Did you? I don't remember the first time I saw it. I bought it without watching it. I, I didn't liked, see it in the theater. I don't think. I didn't either. I, I bought it on DVD. I gone to the theater for. Now, but now, really everyone's a, a must-go. Into, yeah. well, unless Corona is still going when it comes out. but I mean, you say that, but you didn't go to the theater to see the sixth movie with me. I didn't? No, Which one? Really not? <laughs> that's the London one. That's the one you don't remember. That's, that's oh, probably yeah. <laughs> when you don't have a sentimental attachment. All right. So if you've never seen The Fast and the Furious, it is basically a ripoff of Point Break. It's almost the exact same movie as Point Break. Paul Walker's playing the Keanu Reeves role. I am an FBI agent. Uh, Vin Diesel is Patrick Swayze. There's no real person that takes the place of Gary Busey. I'm the angel of silk. Let me take you inside. And you'll feel like you're 5,000 miles past heaven. Come with me. That's possible. Yeah. Um, Brian O'Connor, otherwise known as Brian Spilner, otherwise known as Paul Walker, is an undercover police officer i think trying to get his detective's badge and he's in the the crazy world of street racing because there are street racers that are hijacking trucks full of dvd players and dvd tv combos yes and i think vcr tv combos as well oh yeah yeah vcr they're like what 10 inches screen yeah they're not very big a lot of them aren't very big like Um, that's not even that was part of my notes like it there's got to be a better one, a better way to get these, and yeah. two, a better product to get. Well, yeah, the weird thing is they, like, the movie opens at, like, the shipping yard where you see their trucks being loaded. Why don't they just find out where they're at and just go there? Why do they have to do this high-speed thing? Because they've got a it's need a for the speed. But why wouldn't they just make the thing pull over? Like, you know how they do? They surround it. Yeah. And then go down and make it pull over and then just rob them like normal people rather than shooting harpoons through windshields and putting themselves at so much risk because they like the extreme sports. I think, I think it's because Dominic's an idiot. I mean, he's not a, he's the mastermind behind this and he's an idiot. You embarrass me. Well, look at the people around him too. Jesse's the only smart one and he's not that great either. Well, Um, this is the only one that's right about Paul Walker. And no one's the hero of the movie. You got no call being up in here. You don't know that fool. Yeah, he's right, dog. Since there was a time when I didn't know you. That was in the third grade. He mows like a cop. He's a cop. He's a cop. You're a cop? Yeah, this is Officer Brian O'Connor. I'm off duty MAPD. And he doesn't get the credit he deserves. No. 
The, His whole <laughs> life is ruined by Paul Walker. <laughs> we, we see the gang stop a truck. They steal from it. And then they drive off with their neon lights underneath the car. But and we don't know it's the gang. No, we don't know it's the gang. You got a pretty good idea because they're all driving the same car. I mean, everybody's driving in the same formation the whole movie. I mean, it's... But we don't know it's our gang. I, do, it's don't we? a gang. Okay, it's a gang. Point. It could be Tran's gang. Yeah, Johnny Tran, who we'll meet a little bit later. Uh, we see Paul Walker. Uh, it opens with him just driving around. I don't get this part. What was he doing? Like, at first I thought he was, like, you know, practicing on, like, a track or something Mm -hmm. and the camera work was really bothersome the way it like tried to make him look like he was going so fast and then he kind of skids out and says i don't think i should swear he says the s word oh and then he just goes driving off like yeah what was he doing Uh, he was seeing i think how far he could push the car before it broke he also has a need for speed (sighs) just where though just in a neighborhood no i think he was in like a parking lot there was no one around it was one of the rare times that it seemed like disregard for life hasn't started yet. No, that's much later. Uh, and then it's whew, it's vicious. So then uh, from there, uh, Paul Walker goes to uh, this little store garage place, uh, Toretto's, to meet Mia. And all he wants is a tuna fish sandwich. He gets and tuna every day. He's had it for like two or three weeks. Tuna on white, no crust, right? I don't know. How is it? Every day for the last three weeks, you've been coming in here and you've been asking me how the tuna is now. It was crappy yesterday, it was crappy the day before, and guess what? It hasn't changed. I'll have the tuna. No crust? No crust. So this whole thing's disgusting. It's hot. It's like clearly hot out. Everybody's and- sweaty in this movie the whole oh, time. Yeah, very sweaty. And I didn't, well, I'll talk about this. Jesse rolls up with a knit hat on. Yeah so hot out why is he wearing a knitted hat anyway it's disgusting that he'd be eating a tuna fish sandwich every single day in this heat for two weeks from this gross place that probably doesn't have very good food i mean is there even like a grill there i'm very confused about what exactly the toretto's own because they reference the grocery store which i guess is it connected to the garage that they also work at (laughs) or their house I don't understand. I've had 20 years to figure that out. I have no idea what's going on there. And he has the crust cut off. Yeah, what a baby. He makes her cut his crust off. Like, he could just take the sandwich and just eat it like a normal person and just leave the crust. Yeah. But no, he has to order the crust cut off. (laughs) I mean, I I get wanting the top crust taken off of your sandwich. Don't start with me about that now. But, I mean, the rest of it, come on, man. The top and is clearly the best. Who goes to a garage grocery store and wants a tuna fish sandwich? That's disgusting. He's supposed to be flirty with Mia because he wants this tuna fish sandwich. Like, is it some gross joke? And also, like, is he think it's cute to ask for it with the crust off? We should we should go over the gang. So Dom is the main leader of the gang. Dominic Toretto, his sister Mia, his girlfriend Letty, his best friend since the third grade, Vince. And then there's Leon who no one really cares about, and Jesse, who is our favorite little underdog. And Jesse says he's beautiful. Yeah. Ah, he's beautiful. I like his haircut. That's the first time I've ever noticed that. But he's like enraptured with Paul Walker. He's beautiful. (laughs) 
I mean, Paul Walker is beautiful. I agree with him. But it just seemed like a weird thing for him to be saying. Uh, Vince and Paul Walker get into a fight here about uh, Mia and her tuna fish sandwiches. Try Fat Burger from now on. You get yourself a double cheese with fries for two ninety five. I like the tuna here. Bullshit. Oh, no one likes a tuna here. Yeah, well, I do. Vince does not enjoy this. So then Dom has to get involved. He sweaty, stomps all over to separate them. Uh, you get the first interaction with Paul Walker and, and Vin Diesel. And there's a moment where you see their hungry eyes looking at each other. There's definitely some tension going on. Oh, for sure. It's like a 100% love triangle between Vince, Dom, and Brian. He also pulls out the wallet and, ooh, he's got such a good cover story that nothing's blown by looking at the wallet, except that his name sounds like a serial killer. Brian Earl Spilner. Yeah, I mean, that 100% that, sounds like a serial killer. That is going to be a Netflix documentary series <laughs> in about 20 years. Shortly after this, we get into our first, like, street race. And the pizza boy that shows up, or, you know, when he's like, get lost, pizza boy. Uh, that is actually the director. He's like, goddamn street racers. Well, I think at least um, at this point, they're kind of blocking off the streets for the street race. Yes, that, that goes away. That goes away in the next movie. We're no longer caring about civilians. By the time I we mean, get one hundred percent of the time in here, but most of the time they at least have the streets like empty. Yeah, you know, like it's not real realistic, but at least they're not just driving around killing people like they do later. That is very very true. Uh, <laughs> when we get to the races, we meet Hector. Uh, he's a guy that has played that same character in everything you've ever seen from the early 2000s uh we also get ja rules edwin which i know you were very excited when ja rule was in it i love ja rule why do you love ja rule so much? i never understood it he's got that nice deep voice he just says murder all the time <laughs> that's it uh he's excited for this race because if he wins he gets a three-way with his girlfriend and her friend oh, yeah, that's stupid <laughs> <laughs> no, I am not surprised at all that this director has sexual assault allegations against him. Yeah, what about the writer? Is the writer the same for the movies? No, I don't believe so. When I did the Child's Play movies, I love doing those. and I love talking about them because it's the same creative team. This one changes every single time. Well, not every time, but pretty close. So it does like once we get to three, it's pretty much the same director for most of them. So then, and you kind of get that. I mean, they're all kind of similar. Um, but this one, no, you get Rob Cohen and his very generic movie that honestly, after rewatching it, I don't know why I love it as much as I do. You love the love triangle. It's a good love triangle between between three guys. And it's just I, you feel bad for Vince. Vince gets picked on this whole movie. Um, he's in love with Mia, but she's in love with Paul Walker. <laughs> he's in love with Dom. Dom's in love with Paul Walker. And they all throw it in his face. And he's so, like, he's right. He knows right away yeah. that this guy is a cop, that something's going on, that he's bad news. They catch him later um, at the Tran place looking at stuff, I think. And he's like, he's Johnny a cop. Tran. He's a cop. Be specific. I don't think you can just say that Tran place. Lots well, of things can happen there. Where they where they had, like, DVD players. There was no engines. It's about It's about the race. You know I can't lose again. That part. Yeah, that's a it's a good part. Uh, we meet Johnny Tran and his cousin. Well, I can't remember the cousin's name, but I they uh, name. He wears tight leather pants. I remember that. You like that? I, I don't like it, but I remember it. Okay, it's like snakeskin pants. It's weird. 
<laughs> and they blow up, uh, I think, Paul Walker's car. So then him and Dom become friends. They go to the party, and Dom's mad at everybody for leaving him. Um, because you left out the part where the cops are after him, and Paul Walker picks him up. And he, play, he did a total GTA move where he parked in a parking garage. Yeah, and then started walking down the street and put his leather jacket on, like yeah, like oh, he thought he leather jacket on. Stars, he thought the stars were all gone, but they were just blinking. Yeah, and then when the cops saw him, boom, all like, the stars Toretto! were back again. Because apparently um, every beat cop knows who Toretto is. Everybody does. Yeah, um, he's a big name in the underground street racing world. We go to the party. Uh, Vince in the corner shredding the guitar. Oh, he's also that's a great. great musician. That part's really good. Letty's playing a video game, looking like sweaty. That's Letty. the part where I hate her the least, actually. When she's just laying there quietly playing the video game, I'm like, okay, I, if she just did that the whole movie, I'd be fine with her. Every I time she speaks, has her I, mouth closed. I hate every time she says something. I know. <laughs> I, I feel bad because she has gotten better through the years. But Letty was never a character I was attached to. And they force her on us so hard later. She does have an iconic line at the street race. I smell skanks. Why don't you girls just pack it up before I leave tread marks on your face? And then the girl's like, yeah, okay. And then she just leaves. Yeah. (laughs) So Letty's uh, pretty upset about that. But then she forces Dom to leave to give her a massage. I think we know what that means. And uh, so Dom leaves the party. And then, you know, he gives uh, Paul Walker Vince's Corona like a real jerk. The beer, not the virus. Right, Correct. This was pre-coronavirus. This was just Corona beer. Just wipes the 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 top of the bottle off a little bit. Yeah. But I feel like... You don't do that. He probably has some diseases that would just continue on through that. Like, I don't think that's enough. You know, you're still going to get herpes. <laughs> yeah. Shortly after this, we find out that uh, Paul Walker is actually a cop. It's true. He's got a cop group led by Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs. Who's like the best character. He is. A good cop. He cares about Brian. That was hard for you to say, wasn't it? Yes. (laughs) I could tell. I still don't get that he's going to get a spot. Like the FBI is going to help him become a detective at like age 12 if he helps them bust these street racers. Yes. Well, yeah, he has a history with with street racing himself when he was younger, so they know he can do it. Why does that qualify him to be a detective? Like, wouldn't the other detectives be like, are you freaking kidding me right now? Oh, I'm sure a lot of them. I mean, like, you have to take tests and, like, put in your years and all that stuff, and he just goes racing around and does a horrible job at his job and gets to be a detective? Well, I mean, this is the LAPD and the FBI. Oh, both a little notoriously known for cutting some corners here and there. Enough said. And so then kind of the rest of the movie, it's just Brian getting to know Dom and the rest of the group getting closer to to Mia, which I, what do you think of Mia? She's just kind of she's just kind of the, the Although girl. She does uh, that vicious burn on Vince that makes him tell everybody to make their own GD and popcorn. It's after their uh, their picnic, their cookout. Uh, the Toretto's like to have cookouts. This happens multiple times in the movies where they're making dinner, family dinners. Vince shows up. He sees Brian's there. He's like, nope. Walks away. But then he comes back and kisses Dom on his head. Would you want to kiss 
Vin Diesel's oh. head. No, oily, greasy, gross. Also, he's not that well shaven in the head in this one. I was going to say prickly. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's going to hurt. It's not going to feel good. It's going to be like a cactus. Mia does the nice burn by asking Vince where he wants to take her to dinner. Where's that Cuban restaurant you wanted to take her to? One with the, the, the picadillo and little, the little red candles. And the yeah, the plantain too. Yeah, it all over the place. It was a cool. Cha cha cha. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Well, you can take her there. Friday night at ten. It's like good for you. And mm-hmm. then Colin, whatever his name is, Paul Walker, that he can take her. Brian, how do you not know his name is Brian yet? <laughs> I don't know. I purposely said know. it so many times. <laughs> I almost said Michael. <laughs> Michael. Yeah. Maybe I picked the wrong person to do these with. <laughs> you know we've got eight movies to get through, right? <laughs> well, maybe I'll figure out his name's Brian before he dies, okay? <laughs> and then Vince gets real upset about this. Oh, he's he- like in a huff. Make your own goddamn popcorn. Why couldn't you get the microwave to work, though? Like, why are you an idiot? Well, he's stupid. I know. <laughs> and he's still the smartest one. There's this really great montage where. Paul Walker basically has figured out that Johnny Tran and his guys are the ones stealing from the trucks. So he gets the, all the, the cops, the SWAT, everybody to go to Johnny Tran's house. Meanwhile, there's like a montage of everybody else doing their stuff. Paul Walker getting to know everybody. Vin Diesel and Letty have this uh, like love scene kind of. And I didn't notice till the last time we watched this movie. He just motorboats her, and it's the weirdest, <laughs> yeah. most uncomfortable thing I've ever seen. Motorboat? You play the motorboat? <laughs> you motorboat, son of a <laughs> You old sailor, you. It's just real gross. Everybody's way too hot in this movie. And I don't mean looks. I mean, the for real, they're soaking wet. Yeah, I don't like it. Are you doing clay right now? Maybe. Could you maybe focus? I am focused. <laughs> I don't believe you. So anyway, Tran gets the gets the smackdown and disgraces his family mm-hmm. only to find out they bought those VCRs legally. Yeah, like a lot of them. Why? It's like a whole garage full of them. <laughs> yeah. Like what I don't understand. <laughs> Maybe he did it for the poor. Yeah. And he's going to donate it at Christmas time. It doesn't make any sense. Everything uh, kind of comes to a head at Race Wars, which... Uh, Dominic Toretto. Not like the 2021 kind that we're going to have, but. Correct. Uh, Fingers crossed that doesn't happen. (laughs) And I'd like you to keep your politics out of this, please. We're talking (laughs) about Fast and Furious. So they get to race wars and uh, Jesse, Jesse, he puts his car up against. No, uh, his father's car. His father's car. That's right. Have we had a single scene where he talks about his father, really? I mean, we learned about his ADHD. Yep. Which he but doesn't now he's going to put up his dad's car and everybody's freaking out like, you can't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. We don't know anything about his father. We've never heard about him before. Never heard anything. In jail. Uh, Johnny Tran whoops, whoops, Jesse. And Jesse freaks out and drives away as fast as he can. Everybody's like, uh, we don't we don't know where he went. That That's not on <laughs> I, us. He went to go get his car washed. <laughs> and then And then Johnny Tran did the one thing you don't do. He accused Dominic Toretto of being a snitch. Oh. And Dom just beats the bejesus out of Johnny Tran. But not like he beat that one guy with the wrench in his backstory. Because we had to hear the backstory about him. Like, 
Buffalo Bill was like, he's not a good guy. He beat this guy to almost death with a wrench. But it's okay because Dom tells us about how that guy accidentally bumped into his dad during a race and his dad died. That's my dad. He's coming up in the pro stock car circuit. Last race of the season. Uh, a guy named Kenny Linder came up from inside in the final turn and clipped his bumper and put him into the wall at 120. Um, I watched my dad burn to death. Which yeah. doesn't happen to anyone, but he still goes into a murderous rage and almost beats him to death. It wasn't even like right when his dad died. It was later. No, it was a week later. I saw Linda about a week later. I had a wrench and I hit him and I didn't intend to keep hitting him, but by the time I was done, I couldn't lift my arms. Yeah, so like the guy didn't do it on purpose. I'm Tom still waiting to find out that he did and it was all connected to some thing. Shaw. <laughs> you know, we're definitely going to learn that at some Where's point. Shaw's uncle. <laughs> that Dom's dad was murdered. But yeah. then, you know, they're like, we need to do, they're going to do one last score. You know, that old song and dance. We're going to do one more and then we're going to go on a long vacation. Paul Walker does not want this to happen because he's been told the truck drivers are going to take business into their own hands now with shotguns, a.k.a. the best weapon you can have in video games most of the time. It's going to be bad news if they try. So Brian has to confess to Mia that, look, pretty lady who's a little sweaty, I'm a cop. And she's not thrilled, but she also cares about her brother. So she gives in and helps him out. And so, you know, we're leading up to the climax of this film. Yes. What is Dom going to do when he finds out that Brian's a cop and has been playing in this whole time? Like, I can't wait. I'm so excited to see his reaction. It's what yep. the whole film has been building to. I can't Great wait. scene. So the, the gang's getting their uh, their black cars together. And none of them are sure about this, except Dom. Everybody's like, you know, Jesse's not here. This this isn't a good idea. He's like, no, we're going to do one more. You know, that's my Vin Diesel voice. Was it close? Really bad. I No, I think it's exactly like it. Okay, uh, I'm not sure. He's my family. Is that Frank Oz? No. <laughs> um. So they're going to they're gonna do one more heist. And from the get-go, things are not going right. The truck driver is shooting shotguns left and right. And uh, Vince shoots his hook into it, climbs over, but then gets his arm stuck like an idiot. And then Letty tries to save him with a pretty cool move. It's the neatest thing Letty's done. The Clark Griswold move. Yeah, it does the Christmas vacation under the truck. But she goes all the way instead of just hangs out underneath it. I mean, it's more impressive to stay under that truck than to just go right under and out. Hate, you hate Letty so much. When you even get with it. But that's true. It's better... To be able to, like, keep that speed right under there, that's really impressive. I suppose that's true. I'm glad to, you know, if we ever decide to start doing, you know, truck heists, you're the planner. Duh. And the driver? Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm not going to be... Where are you? Are you going to be Jesse? You're not, like, hacking computers for me or anything. What would I do? That's not a strong suit. Oh, my God. I'm Mia in that scenario. <laughs> I was going to say, we'll shoot you like the harpoon to grab the windshield. <laughs> okay, I'll be the harpoon. Sounds like fun. Uh, so eventually Paul Walker catches up and uh, Vince is still hung up. Uh, Dom gets his engine blown or something. And he gets he shot by the shotgun in his engine, I think. Yeah, he, he can't get Vince. Paul Walker saves Vince, almost gets his head blown off. 
And then we're at the moment, the moment we've all been waiting for. Vince is bleeding on the ground. Uh, Mia's with him. Dom's with him. And Brian. And Brian has to get on that phone. And I love I love the way Paul Walker does this scene. I really do. Because the whole time he's on the phone, no. he's staring at Dom like, I am effed in the A hard. Like, this is bad news for me. I'm going to get wrenched. And Dom's starting to stare at him when he finds out, like... And he starts getting those veins. Literally, this is the climax of the movie. She's so like, mad. This is, I mean, when you think about storytelling and how it goes, like, this is the most important scene of the movie. We cut, and here comes a helicopter probably 20 minutes later. Like, we don't see the scene. You don't know that it's 20 minutes later. It could have been... Okay. Five on the minutes. It's definitely not, like, one or two. Either way, there's time for a conversation to have happened. We didn't just sit there in silence. And if I were Vince, even if I were dying, I'd be like, I told you so. And be really rubbing that in. I mean, he was barely conscious, though. But still, like, that was his moment. And it was taken from him. Do Like, what do we imagine happened in that part? I think they just stared and breathed heavily at each other. For minutes straight. They just sat and didn't say anything when he found out he was a cop. Honey, guys don't express themselves. Dom does. He's Sometimes very does. That's when he gets a real whisper to him. Was that better? <laughs> no. So they end up going uh, going home, and Jesse shows up. Johnny Tran comes, blows him away. There's a little conversation there between Vince and Paul Walker. There's not like, like that car can't be worth that much. Yeah, that they like, kill somebody they over. Come through and kill him over it. Well, I mean. He's there, the car there, just get out and take it. Well, I think it's also revenge for the, uh, you know, the harassment they've had from the police as well. Being a snitch. Yeah, I think that's probably a large part of it. Plus, they've already blown up one of his cars. They there's some bad blood with Johnny Tran and Dominic Toretto. They chase after him. Paul Walker shoots Tran. He falls over, and then Vin Diesel's in his dad's car that he's never driven because he's terrified of it. And he's out there in this big muscle car, and uh, him and what does that fool do the first time he drives it? Crashes it. Yeah, like an idiot. And uh, he's like, I got to go get Dom. So he leaves and he chases him. And then they get to a point where there's a quarter mile, which is the big race. And that's how you live your life. A quarter mile at a time, everybody. Exactly. For those 10 seconds or less, he's free. So they go for it. They do one final race. It's unspoken. But I think if uh, Dom wins, he doesn't go to prison. And if he loses, I'm sure he throws a fit. I don't know. Uh they race past a, a train, barely missing it. Which Thank God for the knots. They look at each other like, oh, we made it. But you shouldn't do that. You should look at, you know, left and right. Look both ways, guys. Watch the road, Dominic. And Dom gets hit by a, a semi. He does that cool flipping motion that's in all the trailers and highlight videos. And uh, he gets out of the car. He's fine. He's just holding his arm like, ow. And then Paul Walker gives him his keys, lets him go, proving he is horrible yeah. at his job. And uh, that is the end of the first Fast and Furious. I got to say, when it came out and I watched it, I never expected there to be more. Why do you enjoy Fast and Furious so much? Um, Because they're so ridiculous, so homoerotic, and they're just insane. We tend to be critical of so many movies for being stupid. But for some reason, these get a pass from us. Because you just know they're going to be stupid. You don't expect... They're like F-boys. Like, you don't... Like, you can just F of them and not care about them because they're idiots. Oh, I see what you're trying to say. You know what I mean? You know what you're getting is what you're saying. <laughs> I look forward to watching the rest of them. Do you want anybody to follow you on anything? No. 
Okay. Stay away from me. She's not online. <laughs> but you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Whatever you're listening to us on it, like it, subscribe it, leave comments. And uh, that's it. Go uh, live your life 10 miles. Short. A quarter mile at the time. Thank you, dear. I didn't even say it right. <laughs> I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Nothing else matters. Not the mortgage, not the store, not my team and all that bull****. For those 10 seconds or less, I'm free. The Rewatch Podcast is an Alpha Media production.